handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Cody Fugger here with my friend, Mr. Colts Law himself, Lawrence Owen. Lawrence, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing great. It's a beautiful Monday and had a great weekend. I don't know how you guys, your weekend was, but I, I it was absolutely fantastic. I'm a little afraid of the rain that I'm thinking is coming up later this week, though. Uh, I hope not, man. I really hope not. It's been beautiful, uh, mm-hmm. like you said. And, you know, I was actually on vacation, which is why there's been a lack of content recently. Uh, but I'm good. Glad to be back. Got back late last night, uh, drove all the way through with one of my friends. And it was good. It was just tiring. But the time I got home, I just crashed, man. Head hit the pillow. I was done. Uh, got up for work and just got off a little bit ago. So, here we are. But Lawrence, the topic of this video, what we want to talk about, I saw you did a couple of different videos on Carson Wentz. You know, what if he fails? You know, what the Colts need to do to make him succeed? If you guys haven't checked those videos out, be sure to do so. But Lawrence, I, I wanted to talk about Carson Wentz as well. I wanted to talk about just kind of how he changes this Colts offense, right? The Colts offense in 2020, pretty good offense from, you know, running the football to passing the football, Philip Rivers. But the Colts offense, I think we can both say, was limited in certain ways because of Phillip Rivers' age and immobility. Now the Colts bring in an athlete like Carson Wentz. Obviously, has his he's, he has his issues, right? He's not a perfect quarterback, just like we saw last year when he had probably one of his worst season as a pro. But, Lawrence, there's a lot that, that Carson Wentz offers for this Colts offense. There's a lot that he provides that Phillip Rivers simply did not at that stage in his career and probably never would have as a quarterback. And so I know you've watched a lot of film on Carson Wentz. So I want to talk about and just have a really good conversation here on why and how Carson Wentz changes this Colts offense in 2021. So without further ado, man, take it away. (laughs) All right. So from what I see on film, it's pretty obvious. Um, there's, there's a lot of things you talked about, you know, the offense was very good last year. Yes. It was like 11th in rushing 11th in passing, which made them the top 10 offense overall in the NFL, which is great. But as you said, you know, uh, limited in multiple ways, limited in how far they could go downfield on a single play, you know, target wise when throwing the football limited on what kind of RPOs you run, right? Uh, a lot of the RPOs was just, uh, read options rather than the quarterback possibly taking off with it as well. Uh, There was also situations where um, certain points on the field, not necessarily 50 yards down the field, but let's say 25, but on the sideline, you know, and that's still a very long, far away for a quarterback to throw. And Rivers just didn't have the arm strength in order to hit tight windows at that kind of distance on, on the sidelines and stuff. Whereas Carson Wentz, it's got a very incredible, a huge cannon for an arm. He he does. And even to this day, he still has that cannon. Uh, so he can throw the ball just about anywhere you need him to do it, which means that opens up the playbook completely when it comes to where you can uh, send routes for wide receivers. It helps him out a ton. 
uh, a lot of uh, Rivers' interceptions was actually sideline throws last year, right? Where, you know, he tried to get it out there to T.Y. on an, on a, on an out route and, you know, just didn't get it there fast enough. And the cornerback was able to cut in front of the pass and take it back for uh, a pick six. Um, that kind of stuff's going to happen a lot less with Carson because of the fact that he can get that ball there really, really fast. And his mobility is undeniable. Uh, he, I'm not going to say he's Andrew Luck, but he does have a lot of features that kind of remind me of Andrew Luck. He does like to hold the ball, extend the play, uh, allow his receivers to get open if they don't get open right away, and he's able to make those plays while on the move, and Andrew was huge about that. Now, the difference is uh, I think that Carson shows a little bit more skittishness when it comes to going in that that direction as opposed to Andrew. Andrew, uh, even with a bad offensive line, he stayed in the pocket until he felt that pressure tap him on the shoulder. Then he took off. Uh, where Carson, last year we noticed multiple times where he was almost like, you know, Sam Darnold saying, I'm, I'm seeing ghosts, and he takes off out of the pocket. We saw Carson do that multiple times because – I mean, when you get sacked 50 times inside of 12 games, that's going to do it to you, I think. I think that's going to – and it's going to take this entire offseason, I believe, for him to get out of that mindset and realize, I got an offensive line in front of me. I could just step up into the pocket when the pressure gets to me uh, rather than just take off. But the beautiful thing about Carson is he does have that ability. He has that ability to run a, a true RPO or rollouts. You, you don't see – Philip Rivers last year doing a rollout. The man would take three and a half days in order to get the completion around to to, to throw the football. Uh, no knock on no knock on Rivers, but he was thirty nine years old, right? Right. So um, Carson has good mobility. He uh, would, that's something that would really throw teams off, especially I think in the AFC South, right? Because they're not used to seeing that ever since Andrew Luck, and even with Andrew Luck, you didn't see a lot of rollouts with him. It was a traditional sit back in the pocket and and and, and pick a defense apart, whereas Carson is comfortable with rollouts, uh, bootlegs, and, and naked bootlegs and things of that nature. And with the talent that the Colts have at wide receiver, at tight end, at running back, the fact that you have a Carson Wentz-type uh, quarterback on the team opens up all sorts of plays that Colts fans have not seen ever because even when we had Andrew Luck, we didn't have the right personnel to run certain plays. Whereas now we have all types of personnel and all sorts of positions across the offense. Frank Reich's going to have a heyday calling plays and designing plays for the uh, quality of players that he has on offense this year. Hmm. Yeah, I, that's what I was just thinking of. Like, even last year when, you know, they would do the quarterback sneak, I mean, you had specifically Jacoby Brissett to do the short yardage plays, whereas now I just think your offense is so much more unpredictable, and that's mm-hmm. going to do you huge favors down the line, right? Because we all knew when the Colts were going to run it. I mean, the Colts had the one of the best offensive lines so they could do it, but now just adding that element of unpredictability I think is just takes your offense to another notch, right? It allows you to do – so much more on offense and like the things that you mentioned, um, you know, all those things that you can do now, you can roll out, you can do play action. I saw a stat Lawrence that 
the Colts play action percentage was going down a lot the last couple of years. You would expect that to rise a lot more with the Carson Wentz, right? Because obviously with the with the dual threat, really the the three-headed monster of Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, and Naheem Hines, I mean, your offense is a threat every single time, right? Whether it's running or passing. And Carson Wentz just offers you so much more in that mobility standpoint, and, and you can just do so much more. But I guess my question is, now with the addition of a Carson Wentz, your offense opening up so much, who are some players you think maybe will be major benefactors, right, of this new offense under Carson Wentz that maybe didn't see as much production under Phillip Rivers or Jacoby Brissett? Well, if if he's healthy this year, both both these guys, I, I think I think uh, both the guys that got hurt early last season will benefit huge with a with a Carson Wentz. Marlon Mack not only runs the ball well, but he catches the ball well. He showed that. Uh, early in the season last year before he got hurt. And then later in the 2019 season, he was catching the football right out of the backfield. You're going to see a lot. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, flat routes. Um, all the running backs, I think, are going, to, are going to get that because we saw that with Jonathan Taylor last year. We've seen that with Naheem Hines. But I think Marlon has that, that he's kind of in between, you know, between Hines and Taylor. You know, he's, he's very athletic. But he can also run with power when he needs to. So I like that that combination with uh, Carson Wentz. Your fast receivers, your T.Y. Hiltons, your Paris Campbells, those guys are going to really open up uh, a lot more this year with a Carson Wentz. As you was talking about earlier, earlier uh, that that play action, that mm -hmm. play action is there to freeze linebackers and safeties to stop them. Yeah. from from uh backing off right they keep them up close you have speed guys that play action hits you freeze them safeties you freeze those linebackers you get your fast guys behind them that's where that that play action comes in big time you get those fast guys behind uh the safeties and hit them for deep passes philip rivers they with the other teams that were uh defending against philip rivers weren't afraid of him throwing over the top they knew it, you know, they're like, I mean, even if he did throw it over the top, he had to throw it with a rainbow that was so high and the ball's uh, um, velocity was so slow that the safeties and corners would be able to run up underneath of it with the wide receiver. Great accuracy Rivers has, but he just didn't have the velocity on the ball to do that, whereas Carson Wentz now can open that up. So I think your speed receivers – and and your running backs that can catch the football out of the backfield, I think they're going to have a heyday with with Carson Wentz. What about some of the other guys like Michael Pittman, right? More of the the red zone type of guys, or so we thought. Pittman only had one touchdown last year, wasn't even in the red zone. How do you think that maybe benefits him? Because we've seen Carson Wentz work with guys like Alshon Jeffrey before, right? Bigger receivers who he used in the red zone a lot more. He had Zach Ertz, obviously, as well. How do you think maybe that helps guys like him, Mo Ali Cox, different bigger body receiving threats in this offense? That comes with arm strength. Uh, Carson Wentz's arm strength, he, like I said, he's got a cannon. And mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to tight ends, generally they're in those really tight spots uh, in between linebackers, right? When, mostly in like zone covers. Generally, you don't see a linebacker covering man. It's generally a, a kind of a zone situation. You'll be Carson will be able to get the ball to him quicker so that they can catch and turn and and produce after after the catch. 
Whereas with rivers, it, it takes a little bit longer for that ball to get there, which means there's less time for the uh, receiver, whether it be the tight end or your wide receivers, to catch, turn, and go. Hmm. So, yes, uh, tight ends will benefit just from the arm strength alone. Uh, Michael Pittman, Zach Pascal, those kind of guys, I think those will, will benefit as well just because the fact that um, play action, as we talked about earlier, will draw the safeties. You get your, your speed guys downfield. That's going to leave those big-bodied receivers like a Zach Pascal, like a Michael Pittman Jr., left on an island one-on-one with corners without help from those safeties because they're going to be too busy, worried about getting burnt by the, the by the fast guys or the linebackers, you know, when the, the tight ends are coming in. You're going to see a lot more one-on-one coverage with Wentz than what you saw with Rivers, and that's going to help out a ton because Michael Pittman Jr., he's not slow. He is a big-bodied, physical, 50-50 kind of guy, but he's got some quickness to him, and that's going to allow him to be able to do a lot of comeback routes, uh, some, uh, I don't know, seven-ups, some outside uh, drags, all kinds of stuff that he can run one-on-one against corners, even the best corners aren't going to be able to react fast enough with the arm strength. As long as he's, as long as he's accurate, Carson Wentz arm strength will, will make a huge difference. All right. Last kind of topic here. I want to talk about Lawrence in terms of statistically from the Colts offense last year, pretty good in pretty much every category. What percentages, I guess, what, what, aspects of their offense do you think will be better than they were in 2020 with Carson Wentz what aspects do you think maybe will fall off a little bit from where they were last year I don't think the running backs will get as nearly as many receptions as they did last year with Philip Rivers I think you'll get more tight end receptions I don't think that uh because Carson is a bit of a more of a mobile threat uh they won't leave tight ends nearly as much uh to help protect against pass rush so I think they'll be out on routes more often to be able to catch footballs. So I think the tight ends will will get more receptions as opposed to running backs. And I think that uh, your wide receivers, you'll, you'll get uh, a deeper average target from your wide receivers than what you was last year with Phillip Rivers. Now, Rivers was able to get yards after catch because of his accuracy hitting guys on the run. But I think uh, distance to target will increase quite a bit more with, with Carson Wentz out there on the field this year. All righty. Well, that'll do it for our look at Carson Wentz, how he changes the Colts offense here in 2021. Apologies if you guys heard the background noise there. Some guys in a Bobcat deciding to back up every two seconds. So apologies on that. But uh, thanks, Lawrence, for coming on, man. This is always fun, always a good time. I'm really excited to see what Carson Wentz adds to this Colts offense, how he changes the dynamic of everything mm-hmm. in this offense. It'll be really fun to see the ways that you know he really helps this Colts offense and hopefully the ways the Colts – can help him get back to the form that we knew him for previous to this last year. So appreciate you coming on, man. It's always fun. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. I always enjoy coming on here and talking football with you guys. It's always good. And guys, if you haven't yet, go be sure to check out Lawrence's channel over there, Colts Law. Always good stuff from my guy here. But that'll do it for this one, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, go Colts.